0: So make yourselves comfy, and I'll begin. Once upon a time in a faraway countryside where the wheat fields were golden, the oats as green as peas, and the sky the clearest blue you've ever seen, there was an old manor house that was surrounded by a huge moat. From the outer walls of the house all the way down to the water's edge, great burdock leaves grew. Some of the leaves were so tall that a small child could stand up straight beneath it. Underneath one of the biggest leaves and right by the bank of the moat, a duck had made her nest. There she sat every day, hatching her ducklings. She was growing weary. Sitting can be such a dull affair and almost no one came to visit with her. The other ducks would much prefer to swim and play than squat under the burdock leaf for idle gossip. But one day, at long last, her eggs began to crack, one after the other. Peep, 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 said the little ducklings as they each emerged from their shells. Quack, quack, cried their mother, and she nuzzled each one as they waddled around. The little ducklings waddled out from under the leaves to have a look at the world and their mother let them look as much as they pleased for curiosity is good for the mind and the soul. How big the world is, said the little ducklings as they looked around in awe at their beautiful surroundings. Certainly they had much more room now than inside their eggshells. Their mother said, Darlings, this is not the whole world. It is a huge place that goes beyond the garden and even the next door neighbor's farm. I have been just as far as that, but I know the world continues. Suddenly, the mother duck looked round. I do hope you've all hatched. She turned back to the nest and found that, in fact, the largest egg had not yet hatched. Oh, little ones, we must stay here a while longer. There is one more of you we have yet to meet. And so the mother duck settled herself once again on the nest. She waited and waited the egg remained intact the little ducklings waddled and played nearby peep 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 an old duck arrived for a visit how goes it mother duck she asked it's taking an eternity for this last egg to hatch it won't crack but the others have look at my ducklings are they not the cutest you have ever seen indeed they are said the old duck let's take a look at the last one The mother duck moved, revealing the last egg, which was rather large. Ah, no wonder that's a turkey egg. You can trust me to be right on that. I was fooled like that once myself. And what trouble those little turkeys were, I'll tell you, they do not like the water. They're simply afraid of it. I snapped and quacked at them, but it was all for naught. Oh, yes, 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 it's most certainly a turkey egg. Why don't you leave it for a bit and go teach your other babies to swim? I'll stay here and sit with it. I thank you, dear friend, but I shall stay and wait. Suit yourself, quacked the old duck, and she waddled away. Later that day, the egg finally began to crack. "Peep," said the hatchling, before he tumbled out of his eggshell. "Peep, beep. He was so big and odd-looking. The mother duck did not know what to make of it. She expected a turkey baby would look nothing like her ducklings, but she could not understand why he didn't look like a turkey either. Her ducklings were all brown and white, but this hatchling was a rich grey colour, nothing like a turkey either. He's quite big for a duckling. He looks nothing like the others. Could he really be a turkey baby? I suppose I shall soon find out. Into the water we go, and he'll go even if I have to force him. The next day, the mother duck led her babies down to the water. Splash! She jumped right in. Quack, she cried. And one after the other, her ducklings plunged in. They each went under the water for a moment, then bobbed right back up and floated along perfectly. Even the big grey baby turkey was swimming along, happy as a clam. Why, that's no turkey. He is my very own son, she said. And my, how good-looking he is and graceful. His form is perfect. The ducklings followed their mother into the duckyard. Now mind that you bend your neck to that duck over there. She is the noblest of us all. And remember, a well-bred duckling turns his toes out. So now, duck your necks and say crack. The ducklings did as they were told. But the other ducks looked on displeased. We have so many ducks now, and get now another family. And look at this one, what an odd-looking hatchling he is. He cannot be a duck. One of the ducks tried to bite him. His mother brushed them away. <whistles> Let him alone, he isn't doing any harm. The noble duck stepped forward and said, What a nice-looking family you have, mother. But that big one, he cannot be one of us. Well, your ladyship, he may not look just like my others, but he swims the best out of them all, and the others will catch up to his size. He just stayed a bit too long in his egg, that's all. But nevertheless, any duckling of mine, I am sure, will be quite strong, and he especially is bound to do well. She nuzzled him and preened his feathers. Well, good, said the noble duck. Make yourselves at home, and be sure to visit me soon. And so the family made themselves at home. But just as soon as they'd moved in, the other ducklings began to make fun of the grey duckling. His brothers and sisters protected him, but it did no good. For any time they weren't looking, the other ducklings would waddle over and peck and push him and yell, You're too big! You're too dull and grey! You're too ugly! The poor duckling was so sad because he felt he did not fit in and he did not know what to do and from there things kept getting worse until one day he decided to run away he flew over the fence and waddled away as fast as he could he finally reached a marsh where the wild ducks lived it was a night and everyone was soundly sleeping so the duckling did the same When the sun rose, the ducks saw him and asked, What are you? I'm a duck, he replied. Not any duck we've ever seen, they told him. Poor duckling. All he wanted was to drink a little water from the marsh and to rest among the reeds. They let him stay for two days, but no one spoke to him, and so, once again, knowing he didn't belong the duckling set out for a new home. He found a place where geese were floating across the water. They too did not welcome him, but they told him he might stay for a time before they flew south for winter. The duckling was having a sip of water when suddenly there was a frightful noise and a huge dog appeared through the reeds. He barred his teeth and growled and then, splash, splash, he turned around and ran back into the reeds. Thank heavens, cried the duckling. He quickly swam across to the other side of the marsh, got out of the water, and waddled as far away from it as he could. And so he continued his journey, stopping every now and then to have a swim and take some water. But he never found a place where he felt he belonged. Before he knew it, autumn arrived and the leaves turned into brilliant browns and yellows and reds. And when winter set in, the duckling swam to and fro on a lake to keep an opening enough so that he might not freeze. But it got smaller and smaller and colder and colder, and before long, the duckling was freezing. A farmer passed by and saw him. He pulled him from the ice and took him home, "'placing him by the warm fire to dry. "'It wasn't long before the duckling felt like himself again, "'and he began to waddle around the house. "'When the children arrived home from the school, "'they wanted to play with the duckling, "'but when they reached for him, he became frightened. "'He fluttered his wings and knocked the milk pail over, "'spilling milk everywhere. "'He was even more scared at the clanking of the pail "'and the screams of the children, "'and he flew into the butter tub and then into the meat barrel.' The children tried to catch him, but he managed to stay out of their grasp. Luckily for him, the door was open, and the duckling was able to escape into the bushes, where he settled into a patch of newly fallen snow. He managed to make a home for himself in the marsh, where he lived until spring finally came, and the sun's warmth washed over the earth once again. No longer a duckling, he stretched out his wings and found himself taking flight he flew high up and over an apple orchard and breathed in the fresh springtime air oh how happy he felt and then in the thicket before him he saw three beautiful white swans they preened their feathers and swam in the stream they were angelic Such royal birds, he thought to himself. I wish I could fly among them and possess their regal beauty. He landed in the stream far from them, but they had spotted him and were already on their way over. He bowed his head to them. And when he did, he saw his reflection. He was no longer a small grey duckling, for he realized he had never been a duckling, he was a swan. He may have been born in a duckyard, but he was born from a swan's egg, and a swan he was. After all the sadness and suffering he had been through, he did not regret it, for now he understood his good fortune and appreciated what he was. The swans swam all around him and nuzzled him with their bills. Several children ran into the garden, and when they saw him swimming, they exclaimed, "'A new one! A new swan has come!' They clapped their hands and danced around, then ran to bring their mother and father to see him. When the family arrived, they threw small breadcrumbs and pieces of cake into the water. And they all agreed, "'This new swan is the handsomest of them all, a beauty to behold!' The other swans bowed in his honour. He hid his head under his wing at this. He wasn't at all proud, for a good heart never grows proud. He thought about how he had endured being called names and being bitten and cast aside, and now he heard them call him beautiful. He rustled his feathers and felt his heart fill with happiness. He cried out, ''I would never have dreamed of so much happiness.'' to feel that I belong when I was the ugly duckling. And he lived happily ever after. The End And now it's time to take a deep breath and close our eyes... So that we may drift off into a world of our own adventure. Good night, children.